maximum of 20 minutes oh. to, to talk about, uh, what's his name? Jerry Butler. <laughs> I, I, I assume that we're talking about Dracula 2000. Yes. Okay. I didn't do any research. As I said, I didn't watch the movie. It came out when I was starting to, to work in a movie theater and, uh, I, I, I got really sick of movies at the time. I, I never thought I'd say that, but I got sick of movies because it was just watching the same movies and hearing the same end credit songs 10 times a day for six weeks. You get just so sick of it. You want, you must have hated Titanic. Uh, I wasn't working in a movie theater around the time of Titanic, but I did it. I was living, uh, I was living in an apartment about five blocks away from the movie theater when it came out. And all day long, all you saw was people lining up outside to see Titanic. It's like, dude, for weeks and weeks, it just would not stop. Um, okay. So Dracula 2000 was, um, produced, I think, by Wes Craven. Am I right? Am I wrong? Yes, you're correct. I'm also going to start my stopwatch if I only have a 20 minute time frame to discuss the amazing Dracula 2000. I, I detect sarcasm in there because I don't think you found that amazing. No, it's but it was internationally known as Dracula 2001. Oh. There's a fun little fact for you. Oh, that that is a fun fact. Indeed. I I did um, talk with the director back when I was uh, writing for JoeBlow.com. Patrick Lucie, he's a he's a French Canadian, by the way. If you didn't know that, uh, really cool dude. And uh, um, he was doing when I talked to him, he was doing a movie called. Um, got awful movie with Nicolas Cage. Which one? <laughs> the, the one where he he dies and he comes back and makes a deal with the devil or he escapes. Oh, hell. Ghost Rider. No, not this one. No, no. He he's in hell and he escapes and I don't remember why, but he's he's in a car. Oh, Drive Angry. Uh, that might be it. That might be it. There, uh, uh, yeah, I went to the Wicked Apidia and it was there. Okay, thank you. I spoke to him about it. Honestly, he's a really cool dude. He's a really fun dude. He's a guy who loves to enjoy movies. He doesn't make necessarily good movies, but he makes enjoyable movies, usually, I think. Yeah, he makes something you can definitely take away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and <laughs> All right. So I don't know anything about the movie other than he directed it. So what's it about? Okay, so I'm going to give you, like, this is how, like, late 90s, the cast was you had Johnny Lee Miller, okay. you had Jerry Butler, Jennifer Espinito, Danny Espe Masterson, Esposito. Esposito. I'm, I'm, I've been smoking, um, Jerry Ryan and Omar Epps. It's, it's, it's very, um, in the late nineties, they, they all had promising careers. Cause I remember people saying Jennifer Esposito, she's going to be a big star. She never was. She's yeah. great in Spin City. Was she in Spin City? Yeah, yeah. She was one of, um, I think she was Michael's assistant. I, I haven't watched that in, God, I watched that maybe a first season. I haven't watched it in years. Uh, Omar Epps, same thing. Everybody was saying he's the next big thing. He was on a house, of course. Great but, show. But he was never a big thing. He was a replacement for Wesley Snipes in the second Major League movie, I think. Am I right? I, I wouldn't know. I haven't seen either of those movies. Uh, Jerry Ryan, again, she was in Voyager. Everybody was saying she's the next big thing. New, 
No, she 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 did a bunch of of short lived TV series, and she's like that that guy that Ted something whose name I can't remember. But whenever he was in a show in the eighties and nineties, you knew that show was going to tank. I can't remember his name, but I'll, I'll oh, but figure it out. It was like that with a uh, Paget Brewster as well. Everything she was in, you're like, <laughs> this is going to suck. He was in Major League too, so yeah, well done. Thank you. So Jolly Miller is the only <laughs> one who had an actual career, a real career, out of that. I think. Well, we're forgetting Christopher Plummer. Okay. <laughs> and he didn't have to reshoot the entire f- film for someone else. So he's in it from the beginning. You know, he was there every day. Christopher Plummer has been riding on the success of the sound of music for like 50 years. Wouldn't you? Because you look at, at the movies he did, I mean, at least, at least 75% of the movies he did are absolute shit. <laughs> I mean, really. And now all he does is, is the, the kind of glorified cameo, like in Knives Out. It was really fun in that movie, but it's it's like a 30-minute period. So he's a little bit like Michael Caine, except Michael Caine had a period of bad movies, and then he came back, and he did really good movies. And yeah. Christopher Plummer never had that. He still makes really shitty movies. Well, not to give anything away to the two people that listen to this, um, Christopher Plummer is also in the next 420 matinee. Okay. I, so, I, you know. I, I won't ask. Thank you. Oh. You, you shouldn't. Okay. Now I have to find a Christopher Plummer movie. Um, God. But yeah. I, okay, I'm going to give you one right off the top of my mind. Um, Minefield. There, write um, that down and watch that movie. Uh, no, I'm just going to pick the one that I already have. I already sent it to you. You know this. I, dude, I can't remember what I ate this morning. And I'm not even oh. high. Oh, he's in the movie Up. That is the next one. He does the villain. I think he's the yeah. third... Disney villain to fall to his death. I think Ooh. the first one was was the the wicked stepmother or something. I'd have to look it up, but I, I remember the yeah. trivia that it was the third one to die on screen, falling on a uh, to his death. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Interesting. So the cast uh, that covers the cast, or is there any more surprises in the cast? Thankfully, that covers the cast. Okay. Perfect. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So here's the premise: Christopher Plummer plays Abraham Van Helsing, who has been surviving this entire time since capturing Dracula by using leeches to suck Dracula's blood out, and then he injects it into himself. <laughs> because he has decided he he can't die until he has killed Dracula. So why hasn't he killed Dracula? Instead of leeching he, off of him, why did he just... <laughs> I don't know, the stroke spiked it. You know? well, that's, the, that's the thing. As I'm, I'm just going to say this off the bat. Okay. This is really weird for a Dracula movie. There's a big plot twist. Um, and so you, you'll, you'll know why he can't just, you know, like off him. But anyway, then the nineties cronies of Omar Epps, Danny Masterson and, and the other two, they show up to like to rob. Wait, this wait, bank. wait. Danny Masterson is in this? Yeah. Yeah. He's Was, there, wasn't yeah. he like 15 years old? Uh, I think he's still got the mental aptitude of a 15 year old. Um, okay. but no, no he, he's in it for like two minutes. Okay. Did he rape someone? So, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Uh, just my imagination. <laughs> great um, retort. God, great retort. I love that. Okay. Please go on. 
Thank you. Um, so him and uh, Jennifer and Omar are together, and they have decided they're going to rob this place that is owned by Christopher Plummer. Okay. So they come, they find all this high tech security, and they're like, "Oh, whatever's like behind these walls must be super valuable. It's a coffin." And they take it because obviously you just walk through the streets of London with a coffin. And then they get, they board it, they take it to their plane, but then Dracula wakes up from his little sleep because he's now, they open the coffin. He takes the plane down that they're on and they land in New Orleans. (laughs) Why New Orleans? I do not know. Okay. So they Uh, went from London to New Orleans. Yes. And I looked at the flight path. Okay. My question is, how did they know from New Orleans that there's someone valuable to steal from in London and not say, I don't know, Trump Tower or? No, that's fair. Um, because, uh, Jennifer worked for Christopher Plummer. Okay. I left that bit out. Okay. This is going to happen a lot. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they, but he wakes up. Kills everyone on the plane, turns most of them into vampires. How does he wake up? Just by they opening are, the coffin? Yeah. That's rookie move. That's all it took. <laughs> okay. Which really, come on. You know, if you're going to spend all this money on security, get a padlock. <laughs> keep him, keep him in. Okay. So yeah. Draclock. <laughs> Draclock. Well, why not? You know, you open it with a blood key. There you go. Oh, nice. You're writing a new movie there. Dracula 2020. (laughs) The second coming. Please don't. Don't Um, jinx it. Don't fucking jinx I mean, August August isn't here yet. Please don't jinx it. Okay. Well, I like like the idea of gremlins coming in August. (laughs) So. You've seen the meme? That somebody uh, says, get, let's get August started and just puts Mogwai under the, under the water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I sent it to everybody after you sent it to me. Um, stole that. So Van Helsing, Christopher Plummer and his assistant, Simon. Yes. Simon. Simon. Played by Johnny Lee Miller, Sherlock Holmes. They have, they go looking for this woman because she could be the key to stopping Dracula. Turns out. She's an offspring of Van Helsing, but she didn't know who her family was. Okay. Yep. Easy plot twist. <laughs> so they bring her to Louisiana and they're like, we got to kill this guy. You're the key. They still haven't figured it out. Spoiler alert. No one figures it out by the end of the movie. Okay. So they continue. Uh, Simon and Van Helsing are, are killing the vampires that have been spawned. They can be killed. He can't, but they can. Yes. Okay. They're like just regular disciples. Okay. Um, which is an Easter egg for the spoiler that's coming. Um, and then Van Helsing dies and he's like, well, fuck it. <laughs> so he, he gives everything to Simon. And then Simon says to Van Helsing's great granddaughter, Mary, we got to go fuck this Dracula up. So off they go. Which is probably what he said because it's the year 2000 and yeah, why not use the the F word? Okay. There's also a heavy sponsoring of Virgin like superstores (laughs) in, in the movie. Okay. Like a crazy amount. Uh, it's so weird. Um, oh, the soundtrack is terrible as well. You'd hate it. So (laughs) would I? Oh yeah. Like what? You, 
Um, the Stubbs in there. I know how you feel about them. Oh, oh, that. Okay, okay. I thought you were gonna say eighties music or Nirvana, but Disturbed. No, thank you. Yeah. Okay, I see what you. Manson, Lincoln Park. Um, so hey. they go. They finally track uh, Dracula down, who's now full Jerry Butler. Okay. Long hair flowing just down by his shoulders. Beautiful look. But there's this amazing meatloaf. I would do anything for love scene where Dracula has to run from one end of a corridor to the other. It's nighttime. The windows are open and it's got those long flowing, um, like curtains okay. that kind of like push off into the hallway and he starts running, but they, he runs in slow motion and you see it from three different angles. Okay. It's terrible. <laughs> It's so bad. I remember pausing the movie and rewinding it. It's like, no, nah, I didn't just see that. Okay. And then, but here's the big twist. You find out that not only is he Dracula, he's also Judas from the Bible. So Dracula is Judas. Yeah. And that's the, then they like, oh, that's why he doesn't like silver. <laughs> that's literally their next like, huh? You've got to be shitting me. That is literally the next bit. They're like, so Judas betrayed Jesus for 30 bits of silver. That must be why he doesn't like silver. Um, he's a vampire with a guilty conscience, a Catholic vampire, if you will. Um, <clears throat> um, so that's so, why the religion, that's why the cross will be hurtful to him because he yes. betrayed Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. That's his full name. Um, <laughs> so. Now the movie ramps up because you know when you're watching a movie that's really bad and you're like, oh, I wonder how much time's left. Yeah. And then it says like 15. You're like, oh crap, we better get moving. So then suddenly <clears throat> Dracula's taken Mary Van Helsing. He's bitten her. So she's starting to turn into a Dracula's wife. And he's like, you and me, we're going to rule the world. And then Simon shows up and he's like, this isn't you. You don't want to do this. Dracula obviously kicks the crap out of him. Okay, does, does he need to? I mean, can he just, he's Dracula, can he just, I don't know, snap his neck and that's it? Well, you see, you've got 12 minutes left of the movie. Oh, okay, oh sorry. Okay. <laughs> you, you've really got to. <laughs> so while Dracula is like laying a beating on Simon during the rain as well, because that's a sexy fight scene. Okay. Um, Mary has tied some rope together and she puts it around Dracula's neck. What is the rope attached to? A crucifix. <gasps> a neon crucifix. <laughs> a neon crucifix. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she, the, the crucifix falls and they both go off the side of this building okay. as the sun's coming up in trip, like typical Dracula fashion. He says to Mary, I release you and she's curse free. Like that. Like that, then he turns to dust, and that's how. Then he literally the, used his words. Those were his words. I release you. Okay. And then, literally, his words. He turns to ash, and then they do that twenty-second wrap-up. They're like, "And I'll be ready if he ever came back." And she's just guarding his ashes. And you're like, "Oh, that was not worth seven dollars." <laughs> 
Okay, did you watch that movie originally when it came out, or did you watch it recently because you're now obsessed with Jerry Butler? No, I watched it. Um, uh, a guy I used to work with had a podcast, and he said, let's watch a terrible movie and do live commentary. And I was like, oh, like Mystery Science Theater. And he put that movie on. Oh, I, I paid for it. And I did I, you? Through, yeah, through iTunes, because we couldn't find a download. Like of good quality. Dude, call me. I'll do that for you. Oh, this is like three years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, and then he put, we put it on and I was like, this is fucking terrible. So I, I want you to understand though something. You paid to see that movie. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the, the box office mojo stats for the movie. So, um, the, the, the movie costs 54 millions to make. Mm -hmm. And I'm not mm -hmm. shitting you. 54 millions. And, and, I think that Kevin Smith's Yoga Hosers, which is one of the worst movies I've ever saw, was probably better than what you described, and it cost something like, I think, $25. Um, so $54 million, and it made a total worldwide combined global total of $47 million. Yep. That movie lost $7 million, and of those $47 million, there's a bit of you in there. Yeah. Yeah. How much did you pay for that? Uh, it was like seven bucks. Did you, did you really pay seven dollars on iTunes for that? Are you not kidding me right now? No, no, I'm serious. So the movie came out in 2000, and in 2017, you pay seven dollars to see this. Yeah, HD. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay, you should have led with that. H well, that that changes everything. Then it was only a dollar more, but I just thought if I'm getting bent over oh, six dollars, I'll just go for the HD one. Um, for some reason, it was in a sale. Why? Um, Why HD? I, did well, you did you watch it on a super giant screen or on on your computer? Oh, we watched we watched it on like a sixty inch screen oh well okay then i mean okay seeing jerry butler use his words on on, on hd in a 60 inch screen then okay it was so bad i took a cigarette break <laughs> i i just remember they'd they'd pretty much just got to new orleans and i was like no pause it so he paused uh like the the recording paused the movie i was like no i need a cigarette He's like, dude, we're only 25 minutes in. I was like, 25 minutes? Oh. Oh. But yeah, I don't know where the money went. It's just an indie movie. A college movie. Is it? Okay. You mean when you watched it, it felt like an indie movie. Okay. Because yeah. this was, this was, uh, this was Miramax, I think, that came out with that. Mm -hmm. I think they were, they were planning to do a whole big, Wes Craven presents kind of thing like Spielberg did in the eighties. Like everything that Spielberg put his name on was gold, like Gremlins and Back to the Future, and everything was super big when Spielberg had his name on it. So I think they thought that Wes Craven would be the same thing, and they did it with Tarantino too. Uh, when Hostel came out, it was yeah. it was big. Uh, on top of the poster, it said Quentin Tarantino presents. And I remember the people came out of the movie pissed off because it was not a Tarantino movie. Everybody thought they were going to see a Tarantino movie because Presents was written really, really, really small. So, uh, yeah, and I think that that's one of the reasons Miramax uh, tanked. That's one of the many reasons. I'm sure there's there's other reasons that I can't think of right now. Well, the other movie we, he and I watched together was Monkey Shines. <laughs> 
And no, I'm serious. Like it was, it was the other movie we'd watched like two, okay. two weeks prior. Okay. And he was like, which was better? Like monkey shines. <laughs> All the really? Way. Are yeah. you kidding me? You like monkey shines better than this. Yeah. Monkey shines is the standard for 420 matinee. He wrapped up just in time. I don't know if you were counting it, but he wrapped up just in time. Thank you. For no <laughs> I am not going to watch that movie. Didn't sell me on it. No. Even, you shouldn't watch it. I mean, it's fun to hear you describe it. So, Monkey Shine, I want to, to see the guy fight the monkey with his mouth. I want to see that. There was a bit. I Because I, I, I went back and watched that final scene after describing it to you. Because I was like, there's no way it was that bad. I completely forgot there was a bit where the monkey taunts him by urinating on him first. <laughs> serious. I'm deadly serious. That I want to watch. That's so that fucking weird. The Dracula, no. Now, plus, you're talking about actors that were supposed to become big but did not. And no. Sorry. It was one of those movies where you could kind of tell. Hmm, I think looking back on it with the 2020 hindsight, uh, <laughs> you you can you you can kind of tell that it was aimed at a certain group of people. Yeah. Um, the women that were in it were very breasty. Okay. Uh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, uh, Jerry Ryan's in it and she's, yeah. she's a news reporter and she's doing a thing by the swamp, by a swamp and she's wearing a low cut top. And the next thing you know, Dracula grabs her, drags her into a van and then she comes out and she's all, Oh, I'm Dracula's wife now. <laughs> You're like, oh, and that makes you a slut. Like, what are you doing? Come on. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't like the direction. Why can't Dracula's wife, you know, be a homebody? <laughs> Why can't he be gay? Yeah. A homeboy, I, a homeboy I want to see that. I want to see gay Dracula. There you go. We, we just solved Dracula's problem. Why it can't work at all. <laughs> there you go. Okay, that's it for for 20 minutes today. Oh, my baby, oh, my baby, oh, my baby.